living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hi, and welcome back to the three L's. This is our final episode for season one. I cannot believe that I'm saying that. You know, when I started this podcast, it was a complete passion project. I have always been a huge podcast junkie. I take my dog for a walk every day and you better believe I'm always listening to some kind of encouragement podcast, um, something on business management. And so, gosh, I can't believe it's already been about, you know, five or six months now. I came to that realization, why don't I just start a podcast? And I am so happy that I did. I'm so grateful for you as a listener taking time from your day to hopefully gain and apply some down-to-earth wellness to your life and living, learning, and loving, you know, those good old three L's. And I'm just super grateful to have you on board. You know, I was looking at my podcast stats and at this point there are 11 different countries, 11 different countries where people have been listening to the three L's. So I'm really excited about that because wellness transcends all different people, no matter where you are, who you are, what you look like. Wellness is just mental wellness, especially is something I think most people want in their lives. So again, super grateful for you as a listener. Thank you so much for all the great feedback that you have given me. Um, There have been so many just really nice messages that I've received, feedback I've been given in person. So thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it a lot. If you didn't know, please feel free to continue the journey and follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling, where the wellness just keeps coming. I often make videos. Um, that is where you can actually click the link in my bio to get my freebies, my free guides and handouts that I am creating. The first one is already launched and out there for the taking, all on 13 ways to set healthy boundaries. I have my wellness course launching in August of 2020. It's been a busy, busy couple months around here, Uh, but I want to give you all of the wellness opportunities that I can. That new course is going to be on my website, www.rachelandine.com. So I'm super excited to have that come out. You'll definitely hear those announcements If you follow me on social media and you can take advantage of getting those freebies where they are just emailed right to you, just to have that tangible piece of information that you can have and hold forever and ever. So I want to go out today with a bang and talk all about seeking humanitas, which is consequently what I named my mental health private practice because I'm so enamored with what humanitas means and that is overall becoming the best version of yourself, reaching your greatest potential as a human being. And when I was researching, I I like Latin terms, when I was researching Latin nouns, humanitas 
always stuck out to me because aren't we all just kind of trying to be the most evolved version of ourselves and learn from past mistakes, learn to let go of that negative self-talk. So Humanitas is a concept that completely speaks to me. It's kindness to self and others. And today I'm going to break it down. 19 ways to help you become that most evolved, best version of you. So I want to ask you, have you ever experienced the feeling of being stuck in life's quicksand? Feeling as if you've taken two steps forward and three steps back? While that experience can be discouraging and it's one that's common to all of us, know that there are ways and things you can begin to evaluate to make sure you're not continuing to do the same thing over and over and expecting those different results, which we all know is the definition of insanity. So the pattern of trying to change can become futile if we don't take an honest look inwards and evaluate ourselves. Y'all know I love self-awareness and self-evaluation. It doesn't have to be a scary act. It is empowering to learn from the way that you handle life. So I will share that while in my counseling practice and my work as a therapist, I tend to stay away from life proverbs and instead really stick to and adhere to evidence-based practices. Sometimes making life changes becomes easier when you acknowledge that there are just overall common experiences and plain old down-to-earth life lessons that apply to all of us as human beings and will help create a more well-balanced life and increased life satisfaction when you implement them. And so that's what I want to share today. Um, If you needed some guidance on you know, life lessons, life hacks, this is definitely the episode for you. So like I was sharing in my counseling practice, I keep out, you know, kind of these proverbs because we all know that evidence-based practices are what work. They have been researched and studied, whether it's assertive communication skills training, cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, solution-focused counseling, which are all my go-tos, narrative therapy. Um, The life proverbs are kind of my, this is very kind of personal to me today, just to share and impart some wisdom that either I've lived, I've seen, or just kind of encompass the overall experience of living, learning, and loving as a human. So some of these beliefs and lessons are absolutely backed by empirical data and research, which is so true to my nerd speak and who I am. However, I wanted to create this very relatable list for you, not a research article. So a list that you can hopefully internalize and leave empowered after hearing. So every person who I work with professionally and know on a personal level brings valuable contributions to this world. Although sometimes being able to realize these valuable contributions that you bring can become muddled, if you will, under depression, anxiety, feelings of low self-worth, maybe you're going through a breakup, you just got laid off from your job, or whatever other negative life experience you may have um, going on at this moment. And I just have to bring it back to that point that you bring value just by being you. And so let's go ahead and jump into these 19 kind of life hacks to hopefully help you become your most evolved self. So number one, 
The common denominator in life and in all situations that you're in is you. I Whether that's good news or bad news, <laughs> no matter where you go, who you're with, what you're doing, you are always the, the consistent person who is present. If you don't like your current situation or relationship, guess who's the only person that can change it? You guessed it. It's you. Not anyone else because we have no control over anything or anyone else when we really think about it. The only person you have control over is you. So feel empowered that knowing in a world where at times we feel or we literally don't have a lot of control, the one constant that always prevails is that you're able to be in control of you. So common denominator in life and in all situations you're in is you. Life proverb proverb number two, grow where you are planted. Life continues to move no matter where we are or what we're doing. If you can learn to be happy with wherever you are, then you have unlocked one of the greatest abilities to create life satisfaction. So I think a lot about our military population when I write this life lesson, although it really could be applied to anyone encountering a major move or life transition right now. The only way for you to grow where you're planted in your new, com- new community is to get out there, make an effort to find your place and cultivate an environment where you feel supported and are able to actively engage in your interest. So just because you're in a new environment does not mean that life has to be put on hold. And, you know, as I stated, I do. I think about the military pop that lives here. You know, I'm in a highly populated area. Um, There's a lot of people who come and live here for a couple years and then they get stationed elsewhere. Um, But then there's also just all of us as human beings who you get laid off from your job or somebody ends a relationship with you and you're you're thrust into a new environment, whether you have to move out of your partner and use home, um, whether you have to try to find a new job, just because you're in that new environment does not mean that life has to be put on hold. Remember who you are and actively seek out activities in your new environment that help you continue to flourish and nourish the best parts of yourself. So moving right along, number three, Accept where you are in your life, but never become complacent. Always seek to actively make positive changes. So maybe you're working in what you feel is a dead-end job, but you have a dream of going to nursing school. Why not set aside a tiny little bit of money from each paycheck, not a lot, just a little bit, to put towards school or obtain a certification that you want? Accept that, okay, maybe I'm not exactly where I want to be, but never lose sight of your end goal and take those tiny little steps to achieve it. So next piece is embrace both the good and the bad experiences you encounter in life. Perspective will always make or break any situation you encounter and have to overcome. So have you ever heard the phrase, it's all in your head? Well, that phrase is true. The way we view a situation that occurs in life will make or break how we handle it. 
Being able to develop resiliency has been shown to be a contributing factor to life satisfaction and contentment. So if you're constantly feeling that you don't have any control, um, that people are out to get you, it is time to reframe your thinking and view yourself as a strong survivor of this life that we live and use those negative experiences to help you realize that you are able to overcome which brings me to my next life lesson. Use those negative people to propel you forward. Be defiant, that healthy defiance in a positive way and be empowered to strive towards reaching your goals even more. Let those naysayers negative energy just empower you to achieve the goal that you're striving towards. Energy is really funny. If we can really use that kind of negative energy from other people to push us in a more productive and proactive um, direction, almost as if thinking, oh, I'm going to show them, I'm going to show them that I can do it. So use those negative people to propel you forward. Next, let go of all negative temptations, people and things that are in your life and holding you back from becoming the best version of yourself. Guys, just watch how far you're able to go when you no longer give these negative pitfalls room in your life. So the second that you identify the negative temptations, people and things, learn to acknowledge, name, accept, and then let go and watch how far you are able to go. So the seventh kind of proverb is to allow your life purpose to help define the decisions that you make. Have a strong sense of who you are. Life purpose is incredibly important. What do you believe that you're here on earth for? Are you a natural helper, an artist, an organizer, a math wizard? Find out what you excel at and run with it. And so this takes some careful deep diving of self to be able to find your life purpose, but really start to get comfortable with acknowledging who you are as a person and what you're really good at. So of course, I had to throw in something here about setting boundaries, and that is number eight, set boundaries. People will often take as much as you're willing to give, sometimes by no fault of their own, but because you're willing to give until you feel depleted. So develop a sense of self-awareness, that ability to check in with you and evaluate how you feel. If you're constantly feeling run down and taken advantage of, pretty clear indication that you may not have proper boundaries in place. Let's learn to say no and let's set those boundaries. Y'all know boundaries are my passion for therapeutic concepts. I have two podcast episodes on it. I've got my boundaries freebie that you can grab from my Instagram and I have a course coming out in August. So boundaries are life. All right, so number nine, give consideration to the past, whether it's childhood experiences, bad relationships, whatever, but realize you do not have to be defined by those experiences. I'm going to just say it one more quick time. Give consideration, acknowledge what's happened in the past, whether it's childhood experiences, negative relationships, hardships that you've encountered, but realize you don't have to let that define who you are in the here and the now. Um, 
So for me, that is pretty much a concept all uh, in, in and of itself. If you find that you're having trouble letting go of those past experiences, seek out a therapist. Really get down to that nitty gritty um, of kind of uncovering what do you still have attached uh, to when it comes to those negative experiences. How do we start the process of letting go? You know I love me some good old www.psychologytoday.com if you are looking for a therapist. Excellent resource. Okay, so number 10, know that people can change. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. People can change, but it takes vast amounts of time, energy, and most importantly, work. So examine. If you're in a relationship that's not fulfilling your needs and you're staying in that relationship because you're holding out for change, I encourage you to take a step back and assess whether or not your partner is actively motivated to change. Are they attending counseling, classes, accepting responsibility for poor behavior, apologizing for such? If they are not, then it may be time to realize that change is not taking place. So all behaviors can be unlearned. So even for yourself, consider what needs to happen for you to start making healthy changes. So people can change, but it takes them recognizing that changes need to be done in order for that change to even occur. So make that one of your takeaways. Number 11, so important, know your self-worth. What you accept in life is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. Allowing people to treat you badly only reinforces negative feelings about self and gives the other person a pass on treating you poorly. So when we believe that we are worthy of all that is wonderful, your tolerance on negative treatment starts to change. You will be able to see that I am deserving of better and you will not allow for that negative treatment to continue. This is a process, but it can be done. So know thy self-worth. Number 12, learn to self-soothe in self-regulate emotions. So this is a true therapy concept, but self-soothing is major. You're in charge of how you feel, no one else and nothing else is. Being able to find your center and calm yourself without having to lean on anyone else or any substance, such as food, shopping, alcohol, drugs, etc., is a freeing and empowering experience that will only exponentially increase feelings of self-efficacy and self-confidence. So learn to self-soothe absent from any other thing, you just learning how to soothe yourself without reaching out for those external sources um, and that is where self-confidence starts to grow. Number 13, be independent and self-sufficient. Learn to stand on your own. Take care of yourself well and make time to do so because when it's all said and done, who else is going to care for you better than yourself? And that comes from being independent and embracing the ability to be a self-sufficient human. Number 14, be proud of yourself and your accomplishments, but in all times, remain humble. You could be just a bona fide genius, but if you allow this to overtake you, it will start to alienate yourself from other people. 
always, always accept a compliment always, but continue to acknowledge that you're human and not above anyone else. We all have wonderful contributions to give. No one is better than the next. And thinking that you're a cut above anyone else is only going to aid in distance, emotional distance from other people and narcissistic thinking. And as a result, sometimes real relationships aren't able to happen. So be proud of yourself. There is such an art and just an increase in self confidence and just being proud of yourself and your accomplishments, but balancing it with humility. We all have so much to learn always. And um, that's where that humility comes in. So number 15, expand your thinking. So letting go of rigidity in your thinking. Nothing is black or white and there is so much gray. Their research shows that individuals who are rigid in their thinking and they it has to be done their way or no way or it's absolutely right or absolutely wrong. Research shows that these kinds of individuals fare a little fare worse in life because oftentimes there is more than one answer to a question, more than one explanation for behavior, and part of mental wellness is being adaptable, learning to be open-minded and non-judgmental ju- judgmental and expand your thinking. So that is a huge one. Number 16, and I know that we are just rolling on through these, but I find that they are just such good takeaway concepts. I I don't want to get too far into them. Um, I have found that most of these concepts that I'm talking about are all discussed in previous podcast episodes. So if at any point you become more curious, take you a little review of the previous episodes and maybe pop in and listen to a couple because I've definitely talked about so, so much of my 19 ways of seeking humanitas. So with that being said, on to number 16, communicate your feelings and advocate for yourself. Speak up for how you feel, but learn to do so in a way that is thoughtful, calm, and rational. When we let our emotions overpower us, we can end up saying things that are hurtful and off the cuff. So always take that deep breath, wait for a period of time until you feel in control of your emotional state, and then use an approach that is thoughtful and caring to convey your feelings. Coercion always elicits resistance. So when someone feels backed up into a corner, they're going to push back. So remember this concept and always make sure to own what you're saying by using those basic I statements and examining language so it's not accusatory or hostile um, or done so in a way that's trying to intimidate. So while that may be somewhat effective um, at some points, there's a big downside. It can alienate that person um, and sometimes it backfires on you, which I did make a complete podcast on anger management and lots of tips in there about using language and learning how to manage anger and frustration. So that could be a great resource for you as well, if that resonates. All right, so number 17, Show empathy to others. In this quest of seeking humanitas and being that most evolved version of yourself, we now know research shows that empathy aids in a relationship success. So not that sympathy 
not that feeling sorry for somebody else, but putting yourself into another person's shoes for a moment to seek understanding of where they're coming from before making judgments. We are all in this life together. You may have had more advantages in your life than the next person, but allow yourself to seek understanding on why that coworker, that family member, your significant other is is angry, irritable, um why so and so is having difficulty in in expressing their feelings. Guys, y'all seek understanding of your fellow humans. That is what it boils down to. Show empathy to others. And as I've mentioned before in previous episodes, empathy is one of the single-handed One of them, largest predictors of a therapeutic relationship success is when the therapist demonstrates empathy, not pity, um, not judgment, but being able to fully ask questions, immerse themselves in what another person is going through to really make you or the other person as a client feel completely heard and understood. Empathy is huge. So number 18 know thyself. Make a list of strengths and weaknesses you feel that you have. Embrace those strengths and accept the weaknesses while also actively acknowledging them in day-to-day life and attempting to improve. So asking yourself, who am I? What defines me? What roles do I play in life? Discovering the answers to these questions allows you to develop better self-awareness and in return, assist you in knowing thyself more deeply. All right, so last but definitely not least. And this to me is the crux of just being an evolved version of yourself to, you know, finding your own personal sense of fulfillment. But I encourage you create a life that you love. Create an existence where you feel empowered, fulfilled, and as if you are contributing to the greater good of both humanity and most importantly, yourself. So in a very simplistic explanation, creating a life that you love can be achieved by examining all of the other 18 tips for creating humanitas in your world, in your life. So I know that this list is not exhaustive. I know that it was a quick review of 19 strategies and concepts for you to apply to your life to be that most evolved version of self. But I encourage you, use it as a starting ground for finding your sense of happiness and checking in on yourself. If you're struggling and finding it difficult to deal with life and relationships, There is no shame in your game if you want to reach out and consult and start therapy. It's a beautiful process. So one of my personal, you know, favorite parts of being a therapist is when I'm able to witness those aha moments, that experience of the light bulb coming on that evokes clarity for a client. So these moments, these life epiphanies, as I call them, really start to happen in session when a client and I are able to connect the dots and make life-changing kind of realizations about relationships, family of origin, behavior, whatever the case may be. And it's when understanding of self occurs 
that changes really begin to happen. So my hope for you is that by hearing some of these kind of life lessons, even if they are some of them proverb-y in nature, I hope that you're able to experience an aha moment as well and develop always that deeper understanding of yourself, which in turn allows positive changes to, to start to really take place. So as cliche as it may sound, that whole evolution of, of self is an ongoing process. It's, it should always be occurring. And you know, the funny thing is, once you really achieve what you feel is great life balance, maybe you've got everything down to a science, you're managing anxiety, um, you're managing alcohol use, you're managing setting those healthy boundaries, something comes around and it causes you to fall out of balance. And so then we have to go back to what we know has worked before and implement those strategies, um, kind of reconnecting with self to figure out what you want. I think that when life throws us those curveballs, in some ways it's empowering to view it, although very difficult at times, but it's a great way to get back in touch with yourself and start to apply some some of these tools, um, some of these life betterment type thinking mindset shifts to help you become that most evolved version of yourself. So year after year, remember, as we change, we grow. Sometimes we may slip back into old habits, but no matter what, you can always use the negative experiences and the positive experiences to learn from and develop into the healthiest version of yourself, aka Humanitas. So knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom, and that was stated by Aristotle. So as I've already mentioned, I am so grateful for all of the listeners that have joined in for this very first season of The Three Owls. I so look forward to being back in another month, month and a half, September 2020. And in the meantime, don't forget to start to join my email list. Catch up on all of this free information, the free guides that I'm providing for you as I just want you to take away and live life super empowered um, and know how to set those healthy boundaries. That is my first big really push that I'm that I'm putting out there because I think boundaries so much stems from the way that we set healthy boundaries in our life. That's why I'm also releasing my first wellness course all about setting healthy boundaries slated to launch August 2020 and I will be making announcements uh, on my Instagram all about that. So as always, again, cannot thank you all enough and wishing you clarity, growth, and happiness in your everyday existence and always living, learning, and loving to the best of your ability. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Three L's today. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe or consider giving a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, so that more people can find The Three L's and tune in as well. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling for daily motivation and to request certain topics you want to hear more about. Here's hoping that you live, learn, and love to the fullest. Thank you.